0: It's time for Nicole Sandler's What's News from NicoleSandler.com and the Progressive Voices Network. On this President's Day, we begin with news about presidents, past and current. We awoke to the news that our current president, Joe Biden, was in Kiev, the capital of Ukraine. He arrived this morning in a high-risk visit to a city under constant threat. It is Biden's first visit to Ukraine since Russia launched its full-scale invasion just about a year ago on February 24th of last year. CNN reporting. There was a lot of security that went into this. This is a trip that many people have been waiting a long time for. And as you heard from President Zelensky talking about how meaningful this was, what a strong signal of support. And that is something we're hearing reflected again and again, talking to ordinary Ukrainians. We needed this right now, and we greatly appreciate this was the first time an American president appeared in a war zone that did not involve American troops. This was all done under a veil of secrecy. The trip had been in the planning stages for about a month. A scheduled trip to Poland provided the opportunity, and Biden marked the one-year anniversary of the war by walking the streets of Kiev, the same city Russia tried to seize 12 months ago. And of course, he met with Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky. Speaking from Kiev... President Biden said, quote, one year later, Kyiv stands and Ukraine stands. Democracy stands. Biden vowed to support Kyiv, quote, as long as it takes and made supporting Ukraine central to its push for revitalizing the Western Defense Alliance in Europe. On a related note, Vice President Kamala Harris appeared at the Munich Security Conference in Germany this weekend. She delivered a speech Saturday in which she said justice must be served. She explained that Russian forces have pursued a widespread and systemic attack against the civilian population. She recounted gruesome acts of murder, torture, rape, and deportation, and also claimed that Russia has conducted execution-style killings, beatings, and electrocutions. The United States has formally determined that Russia has committed crimes against humanity. And I say, To all those who have perpetrated these crimes and to their superiors who are complicit in these crimes, you will be held to account. Secretary of State Tony Blinken concurred, saying that the U.S. reserved these determinations for the most egregious crimes. While Russia has long been suspected of committing these crimes, this is the first time the United States has presented formal evidence. Now... News of a former president, Jimmy Carter, entered hospice care at his home in Plains, Georgia, on Saturday. The former president's charity, the Carter Center, said in a statement that the president had, quote, decided to spend his remaining time at home with his family instead of receiving additional medical treatment following a series of short hospital stays. The 98-year-old Jimmy Carter is the longest-living president in American history. He was elected the 39th president in 1976, narrowly defeating incumbent Gerald Ford to win the White House. Following his one term, Carter became known for his humanitarian efforts and his work with Habitat for Humanity. This is when thoughts and prayers are actually appropriate. In other news, Congress is on recess this week, but that's not stopping House Republicans from moving forward on several fronts in their investigations of the Biden administration. Really? And on Thursday, the House Judiciary Committee Republicans are going on a field trip. They're headed to Yuma, Arizona for a visit to the border. Democrats have lambasted the hearing as a stunt and claimed they weren't properly consulted ahead of the trip. What else is new? Basketball star Brittany Griner has signed a deal to return to the WNBA with her former team, the Phoenix Mercury. The 32-year-old free agent reportedly inked a one-year contract worth $165,000. That's all? It brings her back to the city where she made a name for herself. Griner became known worldwide after she was arrested in Russia last year for possession of cannabis oil and sentenced to nine years in a Russian penal colony. Following a series of intense negotiations, the U.S. was able to get Greiner released in a prisoner swap. She returned home last December. People in East Palestine, Ohio, are still understandably concerned about the air quality after a train carrying hazardous materials derailed this month. And then the railroad decided to burn the chemicals. What could possibly go wrong? Well, the Biden administration now says it's deployed federal medical experts to help assess what dangers remain there as anxious residents still complain of adverse health effects. Stay tuned. The Supreme Court on Tuesday will hear oral arguments in the first of two cases regarding a little known law that shields platforms like Google, Twitter and YouTube from lawsuits over third party content posted on their sites. The final outcome of this case could have far-reaching repercussions for online speech and content moderation. Tomorrow is also known as Fat Tuesday. It's the culmination of carnival season and the last big blowout before Lent begins. If you're in New Orleans, party on. And that's just a bit of what's news. For now, I'm Nicole Sandler. If you appreciate these reports and the Nicole Sandler Show, I hope you'll consider making a contribution. My work is listener supported and I can't do it without your help. Find out more at NicoleSandler.com and please click on add donate button.